Welcome to Retro Wars, a place where me and a buddy are going to be talking about games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 2, and we're going to be talking about Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Me and my mate Jared had a good little chinwag about this, and you're going to get this in the second half. Yes, this is the second, well, this is the first half of what can be described as not a very good podcast. I'm still learning how to do this, so please bear with me with these things. I'm still getting experience. So how are the shows going to work? Now, normally when we get built, there's going to be a letter section. I'm going to have comments from yourself, and I'm going to get about your memories about the game we used to play. First, we're going to do a newsletter, but before I go into the news and what's been happening, I just need to do the usual promotion stuff. Yeah, sorry, just bear with me. If you want to support me on YouTube, you can go to the Honest Pokemon Trainer. Please give it a subscribe and a like and comment on any of the videos that you see. I want to try and get to 10,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. It's a silly goal, but it's my goal that I want to try and achieve. If you want to support the show, the best way of doing that is over on Patreon. And how you can do that is from little as $1.50 Australian. That's about $1 US and about 70p UK a month. And that will help you get you access to a Discord where you can chat with any members of the group, any members. And I want to build a little community up. You can communicate with me one-on-one. You can submit letters. You can submit comments about the game that we're going to be talking about. You can take part in any polls. And the aim is any money I do get from this show goes back into the show. So I'm not going to be making it as a profit. I want to just try and give it back so it could be that i buy old consoles it could be i buy retro games which are a little bit more expensive to get hold of i just want to have fun with this and i want to get to know you guys a little bit more personally right that's the promotion stuff out the way so now we're just going to go straight into the news which i have now called patch 2.0 Now, whilst this show I'd like to see is a bit of a piss take, a bit of a joke, I am going to be a bit serious for a while. For those who don't know, um, there's been a serious accusation made in England about a British English footballer called Mason Greenwood. Now, that's footballer as in soccer, depending on what part of the world you are. So Mason Greenwood plays in Manchester United and his ex-girlfriend made accusations on, I think it was on um, TikTok that he had assaulted her and there were some very very sickening photos that came out and then there was some audio which I'm not going to describe what it was um, which was extremely sickening now I'm not going to talk about the case because it's still under investigation he's currently on bail at the moment I advise everybody not to just because it's currently investigation um I'm not going to give my opinion because it's not right. As I said, it's an accusation that's been, you know, there's still going on. However, the from what I've seen and what I've heard, the audio footage is is pretty sickening and very difficult to watch. Not just as a football fan, but just as a person, as a father, it's it's sickening. It really is upsetting to hear that. And for anybody who is listening to this and has been affected by domestic violence, please know that you're not alone. Please know that there is somebody there. You just need to reach out. I know it's an extremely difficult uh, and emotive thing. I'm not going to say it's an easy thing to try and escape, but please know there are services out there in the countries that you are. I wish I could put the all the numbers out there, but I don't know how many people, how many countries this will be listened to, but please seek help. Maybe Google the numbers uh, and know there will always be there people to support you. 
Um, the reason why I bring this up now in a gaming thing is because FIFA have decided to step in, or EA, I should say. Um, they're the people who make FIFA, and they have pulled Mason Greenwood from the game. Uh, he is no longer available, and I agree with that completely. Uh, I am completely stand by that um, until this is resolved, and in the sense of a decision has been made through the courts and through a police investigation. So I don't normally praise EA, but well done, EA. Right, I clap my hands. Let's get on to some other gaming stuff. Um, now, last week, last week, we talked about how Microsoft had really stretched their wallet out and decided to go on a bit of a spending spree when they bought Activision Blizzard for a ridiculous amount of money. Like, and it was like 60-odd billion dollars, which was like, the fuck? Where have you got that sort of money out? Well, Sony have decided, oh, shit, we better get spending, and they have just acquired Bungie for $3.6 billion. Now, if you don't know who Bungie are, Bungie are the people who were the original developers of Halo. They're no longer in charge of Halo, because that would have been hilarious had Master Chief then suddenly come over from Xbox to PlayStation. Now, Bungie don't have those rights anymore, but what Bungie are in charge of is Destiny. And they've been made Destiny 1, Destiny 2, which I played Destiny 1, but I, I don't know, I didn't like it. Some people will argue they do like it, and that's, you know, it's not my cup of tea. Is it as big as Activision Blizzard? No, of course it's not. The price tag says that alone. It's like nearly 20 times less than it was for Activision Blizzard. However, whilst I'm not really fussed on the acquisition of Bungie itself, I'm just thinking this is now getting to a stage where all the all the companies, Sony and Microsoft, are going to start buying companies left, right, center, so they can have those companies working directly for them and making games that are completely solely for their consoles. We've had I had that chat the other day with Activision Blizzard, what they may do when it comes to the Call of Duty series. Yes, we can say that the same with Bungie, with Destiny, are they going to allow that to be on the PlayStation or sorry, that, that's on the Xbox, blah blah blah. But I'm now looking at other companies, and the two I'm looking at, Sega. Sega's always been hinted that it's going to be bought by Microsoft. I don't, I've been hearing that rumor for a long time. And when I say it's being bought by Microsoft, you may as well say being by Nintendo because they're all buddy, buddy, buddy. Sega not being on the PlayStation, that will be a bit of a blow. They, Although Sega aren't a big, huge powerhouse, their games still sell well. Any Sonic game that goes out usually sells well. So it would be a bit of a shame if it's suddenly now not available to any PlayStation users. But I'm looking at EA as well. I think if you want to buy any company, it's EA. Yes, you can't spell sleazy without EA. There are a, very, a lot of questionable practices that come out of EA. However, the problem is, and the thing is what I think a lot of people need to look at with EA, is that they sell FIFA. They sell Madden. Those games excel extremely well in this current sphere. Like They're churning out new Maddens, although they're utter shite. But they're doing new FIFAs every year. Every year new FIFAs come out and every year there will be people who love football, soccer, will go out and buy them. Like, I think FIFA's shit, personally. I'm not a FIFA fan, unless I'm playing it with my mates. That's the only time I play FIFA. Otherwise, I can't be arsed. I can't be on this pack bollocks. Oh, I've got fucking Messi. I don't care. I don't give a shit about that, but people do. And you buy that. Imagine that. Imagine if Sony said, oh, fuck it, we're going to buy EA. Unlucky Microsoft, you're not going to have FIFA on your consoles. That'll be enough. That and alone. Again, this goes back to the Call of Duty situation. That is allowing people to go, do you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to buy a PlayStation 5 because I don't want to miss out on FIFA. That alone will do it. So will EA be, you know, buyable? Just give them enough money. <laughs> give them enough money and they'll do it. Any 
Any, everyone will bend the knee at some point, maybe not Nintendo. There was an old story where Microsoft actually tried to buy Nintendo and Nintendo laughed them out of the room, which I genuinely believe that's true. Nintendo might be the only company you can't buy out just because they're stubborn. Uh, probably because they'll do want to do their own thing and it would be ruined if they did. So I hope nobody again tries to go back and buy Nintendo. But for every other games developer, I think they're on the table. And it's going to be interesting to see what the next move is going to be. Is somebody going to go after a company like Rockstar? That'll be a big one if somebody wants to do that. We'll be talking about Rockstar later on the podcast. But that'll be a huge thing to do if you want to go after a company like that. I just don't think this will be the last thing we see of companies being acquired. So wait to see if there's going to be any other big ones. But yeah, the big the big thing to this week is PS or Sony have bought Bungie for $3.6 billion. Now, last week, I talked about... Um, what are they called? Mortal Kombat, NeverRealm Studios, and the the fact that Mortal Kombat 2, the live-action remake boot thing, has been given the green light for number two, uh, and Ed Boon wanted The Rock. Well, people wanted Mortal Kombat 12. Now, I do follow the lore of Mortal Kombat. I don't necessarily play the games, but I do like the story. And spoiler, it's a bit of a spoiler, how Mortal Kombat and the DLC after part number 11 left it was that Liu Kang was now the god of everything. He was now the new Raiden, and he was basically going back in time to reset the timeline again, because, you know, resetting the timeline is the thing to do. But it went back. The end scene was him going back in time to where the original Mortal Kombat, um, one of the first ones, and he saw a fighter called Kung Lao. Now, Kung Lao, not the one with the spinny hat, it was actually his ancestor, this Kung Lao was a previous winner of Mortal Kombat and a history and a legend in the series, but he's never been playable. He's never been heard of in the sense of, sorry, he's never been seen. And this is the first time he has now been seen. So it was interesting whether a Mortal Kombat 12, if it was ever going to come out, was going to be focusing on that, or that was just a little bit of a teaser to say how Liu Kang has rewriting history. However, as of this week, a NeverRealm developer, Jonathan Anderson, put out a picture, and he was picked, he put it out on Twitter, and it was showing old desk art of the old Mortal Kombat. But Eagle Eye fans noticed in the, on his computer screen there was a file for Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat or MK12, um, Mortal Kombat 12 reptile file, and people already started thinking, "Holy shit." That means Mortal Kombat 12 is on the way. Now, this post was subsequently deleted, obviously, as soon as fans spotted it. There's rumours that it was done on purpose. There's rumours it was accidental. You don't know with these things whether it was true or not. However, it does probably confirm that Mortal Kombat 12 is on the way. It was always going to be on the way. I don't know why people would ever think it wasn't going to be on the way. It's just a matter of time. Because Mortal Kombat, like Street Fighter, is this very successful franchise. And the moment a game comes out, it sells. Because they put out top quality games. So I suspect we're going to be hearing, at some point, a Mortal Kombat 12 release trailer. But I don't think it's at that stage. If we're only at basic files, I think it's still a long way to go. I don't think we'll hear about that. And probably till the end of the year. But that's, that's just my prediction. Uh, going Pokemon news. There always has to be some Pokemon news. And I'm very pleased to say that Pokemon Legends Arceus, their brand new game, is selling like fucking anything. People were worried about how this game was going to do because it's of like a, the open world, the Breath of the Wild Pokemon series. But it is selling fucking well and I could not be happier. I'm finally happy that people are not on Game Freak's back going, fucking hell, stop putting out shit. 
Finally, everyone's like, this game is the tits. We love it. I've net my Twitter, my Facebook is just hounded by people putting pictures up of all their Pokemon. People seem to be having a great time. I think it's a lot of people, they're just enjoying it. And there's people saying they haven't left the first area because they're having so much fun. And that is what a Pokemon game should be. I am so happy that people are enjoying this game. The reason why I bring this up, not is not just because I want to buzz about how good their sales are, is I want to talk about one thing which has pissed me off since Generation 1, and that there were certain Pokemon that you could not evolve to their final form unless you had a friend with you. Now, I had friends, but there weren't many friends who had Pokemon. And as, that's, as I got older... That is happening less and less, and I had to rely on internet strangers, not ones you meet in a back alley, people you meet on the web, not the dark web. Because I wanted to evolve my Gengar, I wanted to evolve, or so I wanted to evolve my Haunter into a Gengar, a Kadabra into an Alakazam, and that wasn't possible unless you traded it. However, in these games, Pokemon Legends Arceus, they've finally done away with that. You don't have to trade, and you can finally get them without fucking trading. That is enough for me, me to just be happy. Had I not bought the game already, that alone would have made me bought the game because I'm shallow. I still haven't even started it. Why? And people are going to be like, oh, you bought this last week. I know I bought it last week. It's still sealed. It's because I've been trying to do so much for you, you people on YouTube. And I'm actually way ahead now, so I'm very happy. And as I said, I keep going and thinking because I'm not really good at this thing. I'm still learning. One big thing I do want to talk about, and I maybe should have said this from the start, my favourite game of all time, Final Fantasy VII, is now 25 years old. I will be releasing an episode of Final Fantasy VII one day, but I want to make sure it's done right, only because I am going to suck that thing's dick. And I'm sorry if any of my relatives are listening to this as I say that. I will be. Um, I will get my fill because it has such an impact on me and it's one game that even though you can play it with fresh eyes and go, it's blocky as anything, I will still play Final Fantasy VII today, still enjoy it, still won't criticise it, will slap anyone in the face who dares criticise my precious Final Fantasy VII, so an episode will be released. But with the 25th anniversary, there have been a lot of celebratory posts, celebratory tweets, celebratory images, and it's been really nice to see. Final Fantasy VII is still in a great place. It's still considered one of the best Final Fantasies, if not the, even definitely probably the most influential to the series. You've got Final Fantasy VII remakes have done very well. There's been no news about Part Two, whether it's coming out, um, whether it's going to be coming out this year, next year. There's been no trailer as of yet because the, the last thing we've heard was the last DLC, the Yuffie DLC. I'd like to think, with it being the 25th anniversary, we're going to get some more news of Seven by the end of the year, but we'll wait and see. Now, everyone likes to jump on a bandwagon, and the team behind Worms, I think it's Team 17. So, Team 17 made Worms. Now, this is a game which, when I was a kid, Worms is fucking awesome, and we will one day do an episode about Worms. It was the tits. It's basically you can have a team of Worms, I think it was up to eight Worms, and you could basically blow the shit out of each other with incredible weapons. And Worms hasn't really been a big thing for a long time. But Team 17 wanted to get behind the whole NFT thing and started to make their own versions of NFTs to raise money for charity. Now, if you're not sure what an NFT is, go watch the pandemic special of South Park. That's probably the best example I can give. But to give it in layman's terms, basically, it'll be people create an image 
they then put that image out for sale. And whilst people can copy and paste the image, they don't physically own it. So if you have an NFT, is basically you as a purchaser own the original digital copy of that image. Personally, I think it's a pile of shit. I think it's a con. I think anyone who buys this sort of shit, it's ridiculous. And I think some companies have got involved and it's taking the fucking piss about how much they're charging people for these NFTs just because people can use it as a social bragging right that they own the image. I, If someone came to me and said, ooh, I own the Gucci, for, I know, and this own Gucci one, I bought it for $20,000, I would look at them and want to piss in their face because I don't care. I'll just copy and paste it. Done. I don't really give a shit. Now, Worms, also, I keep saying Worms, Team 17 wanted to do it to try raise money for charity. However, it didn't really go down very well. And a lot of developers were denouncing them. A lot of fans who still play the games were expressing outcry. And Fair to Team 17, they listened to the complaints and they decided to end the campaign. And I don't mind that when they come out and apologize and say, look, we've listened to everybody. You know, we understand the backlash and we'll stop. So fair play, you know, Team 17, in my eyes, no harm done. You made the decision. It was wrong. You looked back, you reflected on it, and then you reversed it and apologized. I have no problems with that. No foul done. That's that's the way I see things. If you can come out and be a big boy and apologize, then I have no qualms with this sort of thing. I recently came into my attention, it was only announced like the other day, uh, that the Nintendo Switch has now outsold the Nintendo Wii. Now, for those who don't know, the Nintendo Wii was Nintendo's best-selling console. And it was because it was revolutionary. It targeted all ages. While not necessarily being the best console they've ever put out, it was definitely by by far the most interesting, the most freshest idea, and it deviated from what is a games console. But finally, the Nintendo Switch has gone past that. And I knew as soon as the Switch came out, it was always going to happen. My history with the Switch was the first time I saw the trailer of the guy playing it on the couch and he was playing Nintendo, he's playing Legend of Zelda. The moment he got up off the couch and put the controls on the little handheld screen and lifted it and it went straight to a screen, I was, I'd lost my shit. I rang my brother, I went, I went, Raph, Raph, fucking look at this. Nintendo, take my fucking money. I knew they'd won. As soon as I saw it do that, I went, ah, that's fucking ingenious. It's fucking got it because I'm a handheld gamer. I love my handheld gaming and to be able to do both was incredible. So I'm very happy the Switch has now done well. People want the Switch 2 or the Switch Pro. Whether that's even a thing, there was a whole thing it was going to get announced at EA and eventually it didn't happen and people are like, wah, wah, wah. Will it come out? Yeah, of course it will. They're going to have to because at some point... They're going to get left behind. A PS5 and Xbox's series, whatever's graphics are going to be doing so well. Nintendo are going to have to produce new, more, new and more powerful consoles to be able to keep up with the developers' demands because it'll get to the stage where developers might not want to play with the Nintendo Switch because their hardware is too old, which it sounds ridiculous, but that's how fast we live in this gaming world. So congrats to Nintendo. Congrats to Nintendo Switch. Long may your handheld reign continue. Now, we've got two more stories. One of them, and now this is game-related, but it's also TV-related. Um, Paramount have released their first trailer of the new Halo series. I will get safe from the start. Fuck you. Why is it going to be on Paramount? I haven't got Paramount. So how the fuck am I going to watch this without paying for Paramount? I already pay for Netflix, and I pay for BritBox. I can't pay for fucking everything else. It's ridiculous. 
Just have one. I know you can say it's, oh, uh, you get better quality. Everyone's trying to make the best shows. Fuck that. I don't give a shit about that. I want to watch Halo. Now, I wasn't an Xbox person, but I do like Halo. I would buy an Xbox if, you know, if you gave me one console, it would, not one game, it would just be Halo. Because I think Halo's great. I like the story of it all. And the trailer, the graphics look fantastic. I think we're now at the stage of CGI where you can make things look really good. You got to see Master Chief in all his glory. I was wondering if they were going to try and delay it. It would be like a short little trailer and you see Master Chief at the end. You know, it's like, a, oh, here he is. No, no, no. Master Chief was dead center with this one. And what the story looks like is that Halo hasn't been found. It's still the discovery of the Halo. And in the Halo series, if you control the Halo, which is like this, a weapon, you win the war. As the humans are at war with an alien race called the Covenant. And there are superhumans that have been engineered by humans called Spartan Specialized Warriors. Now, these specialized warriors can be controlled, can be upgraded. It's kind of like mini robots in a sense, but humans. And Master Chief is seen as the best of the lot. However, on his discovery, it looks like for the Halo, he's found something. He's found an item which has kind of given him his freedom and his ability to make his own decisions, which is going to be pissing off the humans who have him under his control. Now, from what we saw of this, it looks like the humans who do control uh, Master Chief and the Spartans are going to be at war, so there's going to be the usual backstabbing behind the scenes. There's never a good, there's never a good, good guy, is there? There's always bastards behind the scenes. There's going to be the Covenant, who are the alien race, who are big motherfuckers, and they're going to be after the halo as well you'd imagine we did get to see master chief fighting the covenant he was fighting two of them and they had their like their swords and it looked really good like master chief looked tiny compared to the covenant but it looked really good he, the way he was fighting dodging moves i thought this looks really sweet i hope this does well i i like video game properties to be made into films but the problem is they're mostly shit and it's hard to find good video game adaptations I can only think of a few, and that's thinking off the top of my head. You've got Arcane about League of Legends and Castlevania. They're the ones that come into head. And actually, no, sorry, the Hedgehog movie. I'll go, yeah, I've got, right, Halo's done. Halo's done. That's coming out, like, this year. Halo's done. I watched the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because I hadn't previously seen it. I hadn't had a chance to don't when you have kids. And I really liked the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It was great. It was good fun. I thought they did it very well. It wasn't cheesy. I thought Jim Carrey was fantastic as Dr. Robotnik. I usually hate James Marsden in films because ever since I watched him in the box, I wanted my money back off him. But he was very good in this. It, he worked very well with Sonic. There was a very good Quicksilver moment, which was done very well, and it was funny to show how fast Sonic actually is. I am looking forward to the next Sonic film, very much so. Might go see it as a late showing when all the kids have gone to bed, because if I go by myself, it'll just be me in a room full of children, and that will look a little bit weird. But we'll wait and see. But yes, if you haven't seen it, go see Sonic Movie. Really, really enjoyed it. And the final thing I'm going to talk about before we go on to our game section, until we go on to talk about Super Mario World, Rockstar Games. Now, I have previously mentioned Rockstar Games. They are the creators of the legendary GTA 6, GTA 5, GTA series. I say GTA 6 because that's what we're getting. Again, you want top quality podcasting, you're not getting it. Rockstar Games released a statement on Twitter this week saying... Many of you have been asking about a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. Yeah, every freaking day, I think they seem to get asked that. With, with every new project, our goal is to always significantly move beyond what we previously delivered. 
We're pleased to confirm that active developments for the next entry in the series is underway. Finally. Finally, GTA 6. You'd imagine it's GTA 6 is on the way. Now, I've compared the GTA 6 to Mario Kart 9. Uh, in the sense of good luck when you're going to be receiving those games. GTA 5 is a PS3 game. Put that in contact. It's a PlayStation 3 game. We've gone two generations. We, the PS4 never had GTA 6, which I just couldn't believe it. But the reason for this is the reason why we don't have Mario Kart 9. Why? We don't need it. It's still selling. GTA 5 was being patched to the PS4. It sold very well. It got patched to the PS5. It sold very well. Same for Mario Kart. That's not a Nintendo Switch game. That's a Nintendo Wii U game. And it's it's the best-selling game on the console. So why make number nine? So it could be, finally, that Rockstar Games have milked GTA 5 to death. And maybe sales have dipped by a percent. And they think, right, this is the time to do it. I don't complain about that sort of thing because it gives them plenty of time that they can come around, they can actually make GTA 6. And I suspect, although they've made this announcement, they would have been working on this for a long, long time. Great. I don't care if a game takes 10 years to come out. As long as it's good by the end of it, I have no problem. The moment you start rushing games every year to come out because to make that fan demand and you, you, know, you don't want to piss the fans off, is when games can be sloppy, games can be broken, games come out wrong. I go back to Elden Ring as a way of doing this. They said, we're delaying the game because we want to make sure it's a better experience for everyone. I have no problem with that. And the fact it's taken GTA so long to have its next installments, I have no problem about that whatsoever. I really think that when GTA 6 hits, it's going to be people lined up across the box. Amazon are going to be sending out more drones than a war. It's going to be crazy when that game hits. I suspect it's not going to be revealed. I think it'll be revealed in 2023. I don't think it'll be out until 2024. I think it's a long way to go. You know, We've only literally got to the confirmation even exists. So a long way to go at this stage. And that's the news section complete. I'm now getting pins and needles because I'm sat in my living room like a five-year-old child with his legs crossed and I don't think I can even feel my legs anymore, which is not a good sign. So now we're going to talk about some Super Mario World. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys this. Let me just flick on some music. So Super Mario World was released in Europe on the 11th of April 1992. Me and my brother Jared are going to have a good chat about this and when the music stops we'll be talking about Super Mario World. I hope everybody enjoys it. I'll see you later. So I'm here with Jared, who's decided to immediately start bitching about the seat I've given him to sit in. He's like, oh, it's bad for me texture for me feet. No, no, it's not the seat. The seat's great. I love the seat. It's just the uh, the scratchy the carpet. carpet. Yeah, it's the carpet. My wife picked that out. Yeah, well, she's you, picked you, out a scratchy carpet. You want to tell her that? I'll tell you said that. I said you said she's a bitch. 
<laughs> I mean, you can tell her I said that, but that's not what I said. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Look, I'm fine with you telling her that. But <laughs> yeah, this is the whole set. And he also decided. I know we're going off topic straight away, but he also decided to come in and say, "Oh, I played Sonic One and Sonic Three, not Sonic Two. What the fucking? I, I know I am the scum of the earth. Yeah, I know. I the thing is, I played Sonic One back on iPod Classic. I never actually played it on the Sega or anything like that. I had that iPod Classic with the little spinning t- touchpad. And that's how I played it. What's fucking wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Right, we are actually talking Mario. We're actually talking Super Mario World back on the SNES or SNES. I will pronounce it as SNES. How did you pronounce it? SNES. Oh, good. We like that. They're not American, are we? The American, the Canadians. Anyone listening here? (laughs) They're going to be pissed off with us. How do I pronounce it? SNES. Wait, they say the full... Yeah, 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 yeah. But they say NES. No, they don't. They say NES. Yeah, they say NES, but they don't say SNES. They know they they say NES. And they Did say they, they say okay. they say Genesis instead of Mega Drive. I get that one. Yeah, but it's S. They say yeah. SNES. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're learning something every day, aren't you? Oh, that's very nice fact, Danny. I'm glad you told me it. Yep. That's the. I'm, I'm, I'm never literally... gonna. I'm never gonna use that fact again. By the way. No, no, no. It's, it's not gonna get. It's not gonna help on a date. It won't. It won't help. In... <laughs> oh, what dates are you going on? <laughs> We've discussed this. The Queen. The Queen hates everything I stand for. And if she is listening to this, I am missing her. She's back in the UK. Love you. Uh, yeah, she hates everything I stand for. Now, Super Mario World. It is a very old game. Now there is an age gap. Between us, how old are you? Uh, I'm 28. Fuck off. I'm 35. Fucking hate you. So you were a little bit younger. So I you... was much younger. Fuck off. You probably didn't play this then when it when it first came out because you're probably still pissing your pants. Were you? At that yeah, point. I imagine I wasn't playing it when it first came out. I um I do remember playing the uh, the actual SNES version like a fair bit when I was a kid, but I don't think I knew what I was doing. But I played the majority of it as a like a tyke mm. on my Game Boy because it was the the advanced version, the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once getting... once again, tyke didn't really know what I was doing. I played through a fair bit of it, yeah, but never finished it. My full like actual experience with it was at my mate's place. Mm. I'd go around to his place all the time, mm. and he had a SNES, and we'd just play Mario World. And that, and, that's the best way of doing it. Yeah, just, oh, died, passed the controller on. Like, oh, God, I missed that. You passed the controller on. I didn't. So I was like, sorry, sorry, for Raphael, as I called my brother. You're not having it, mate. No chance. <laughs> see, no, no. see, difference is brothers, yeah. friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, brothers, yeah. Uh, same thing with my brother. Yeah, he'd just yeah. hold on to the controller while I was like, it's my turn. But with yeah. a friend, you yeah. actually like them. <laughs> you want them to play. <laughs> It's a good impression of has a good impression of Liam. He might come in this podcast at some point. But has a good impression of him. See, when I played this, I I played it at a time when my older cousin Chris went round to his house. He's eight years older than me, but he had a, a SNES and he had this. He had Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which we will cover one day on this podcast. Fucking what a game! Um, he had Star Fox. And yeah, they were his, and Super Castlevania Four. They were the games he had. But Mario, I was I could play that. That made sense to me. But I used to spend as much time as I could at my auntie's house just so I could play it. Fucking hell, what a game this was! Oh it, my god! Like this is, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure this is my introduction into platforming this game. Mm. Um, and it, I I have actually been thinking about this a lot recently because I went through and played Hollow Knight, and then I went through and I played Dark Souls. Both of which... Is, um, you can't see me. I'm very cla- I'm very <laughs> clappy. Um, both of which I should have played way sooner than I have. I have a, 
I, I'm quite late to every game. Mm. I do get to them eventually. Mm. But um, I played through Dark Souls, uh, hated it at the beginning, loved it. Played through Hollow Knight, hated it at the beginning, loved it by the end. But like the disparity, uh, the difference between them, the 2D platforming mm-hmm. versus the like 3D. combat and st- uh, all the stamina management, just the 2D platforming made Hollow Knight for me. And I think platforming is my favorite genre of game. Just mm. thinking about it, like this whole last couple of weeks, you got used so, to it. Well, Mario, and what, this is where it started. Yeah, Mario for me wasn't my first. Sonic was my first, just because. Actually, no, I, don't, I can't remember. I, I got to say, good Mega Drive Two off my dad, and I got to play Sonic for Christmas. But I can't remember whether I played Mario first. Either way, it was Sonic and Mario were my first introductions into platforming into gaming in a sense but i've always been a sonic person always sonic the hedgehog has always been my man you know you can't convince me otherwise um, oh okay so you, you fair enough you choose the lesser of two evils oh, <laughs> well the thing is as we said in the last week's episode it's very easy to compare the two and when we talk about sonic you have to talk about mario when you talk about mario you have to talk about sonic okay no but important question first mm. um luigi or tails oh because um, we, we both know Mario, Sonic, whatever. Oh. They, they're both just blank slates. Sonic's got mu- much more of a personality than Mario, but like yeah, Luigi, Luigi and Tails Luigi, have actual personality. Luigi's pretty good. Luigi is very good. Luigi's pretty good. He, they've made him a lot better. They definitely uh, the, have. Um, uh, the, 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 the vacuuming. What's it called? Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion series really gave him a personality. Yeah, and I, I never played that because I, I didn't Neither. have it. But I didn't have a GameCube. Who's to say we can't revisit, go to it in this show? We cover any games on this show. But I think with, with Mario, it was... You know, you played it at the time, and you can play it now, and it still looks gorgeous. Yeah, not to be, You can't say the same for previous Marios. You could sort of argue that 3... Yeah, 3 still, holds up. 3 holds up. It sort of does. The colours are a bit muted. Like, uh, you, you can say, yeah, it looks good, right? But you, to say it holds up is an argument people could have, right? Mm. I'm not sure which side of that fence I sit on because I think it looks gorgeous. Um, but like the further back you go from there, you sort of like see the dated oh, visuals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mario World's style is like iconic. And I'm not even sure... If, if you take the nostalgia away, does it still look good? Because yeah, I think yeah. it looks fucking amazing. I still think and it, it will always look amazing. I think this and Sonic 2 have that. I think they could. They, they just hold up. The colours are perfect. The level design's perfect. It, it just sits. Like, yeah, I agree. Take the nostalgia out of it. And that's hard with these games is when you look back. Take the nostalgia out of it. You could still pick that up today. If you were to download that from the Nintendo Switch shop, that would still look fucking it's, awesome. It would look great. I mean, there's a reason that um, so many indie games uh, c- and come out and emulate this style. Yeah. Like, um, Stardew Valley is the first one that comes mm-hmm. to my head. Like, Stardew Valley is just an upgrade of that exact same style that those two had. We're still trying to emulate that style because it's so good. It's so good. It is. It looks it, great because it, it leaves just enough to the imagination, mm. but has the bright colors, has enough like um, outlines and stuff. It's, oh, it's just beautiful. It, it, the level, I said, it looks incredible. I think, it, and I've compared this to Sonic, it handles better than Sonic. Sonic as a platformer, yes, it was amazing to run around like a ninja, but when it came down to the fiddly little platform bits, Sonic handled like ass. Would, Mario, you, say, would you say slippery? 
he was very hard to control. His physics were built on speed. Mm. Whereas Mario, you could play the precise... I need to jump from A to B precise as fuck. You could do that with Mario. He was easily able to go bing, 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 bing. Whereas Sonic was like, holy shit, I'm going to go off at any moment because we're fiddly as anything. Yeah, like the first couple of zones were like built around the fact that he can go fast. And then they needed to add a degree of difficulty. So they made the platforming a bit more prominent. And like instead of having all these multiple paths, as you've got further on, it was a lot more like... Platforming. You've got to actually <laughs> platform to get to these paths. Yeah. And then you basically just went to the path that was easiest to get because you couldn't do the platforming to get to the rest. Whereas oh Mario, you could platform all day long. And it, it was slick. It was, the, the controls were tight. It's, they've always been tight. Like even the first one that came out, it, like the only thing, the only thing which has ever let me down for Mario platforming, and this is a result of playing too much Sonic, is I can't play Mario without pressing the run button. Oh no, that's so. As I a guy have who to. Did, the guy who didn't grow up on Sonic. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm the same. You, it, I don't think it's a you thing. I don't think anyone that I know. Well, that's good. Doesn't hold down run constantly. Because um, he run, he's like walking like, I yeah. am a fat bastard. Dun, 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 dun. Like, fucking move! <laughs> Honestly, uh, if they remade the, the game today, I feel like he'd have a little bit of a jiggle as he walked. Like, oh, his he, gut would bounce a little his bit. His gut would bounce a bit. Like, if he ran, I reckon it, it'd like solid up and he'd be running and, you know, it'd work mm-hmm. much better. But yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's such a jolly little skip it is a jolly it's like, oh no, skip. I am skipping away from this bullet chasing mm-hmm. me down. No, um, correct me if I'm wrong, like, a- anyone out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anyone doesn't just run all the time in Mario. I'm, I'm hoping people are reading, are listening to this going, yes, fucking, don't make yourself all special. We all did it. Yes, otherwise we've, otherwise we've just pissing a lot of people off going, no, 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 I specifically don't <laughs> use run on these three levels because re- of these reasons. I refuse to fucking run. <laughs> Fuck oh. you. I mean, it wouldn't be the most interesting way to play it, but it'd be a fun challenge to not use B. Don't run. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't use B. Have you ever... Um, I've done a few challenge runs of an, on emulators and stuff like that. My favourite one was the um, Stay Crouched. Um, I'm not that good, so I, I obviously have to let go of Crouch in some of the later levels and at some mm. points. Um, but, like, that's a whole different thing because you can't move if you're, mm-hmm. if you're crouched. But just walking would be such an endurance be, test of patience. Oh, fuck me. That'd be <laughs> painful. No, you you do that challenge and let me know how this goes. And and by the way, we should say, we're drinking while we're doing this. I think most of these podcasts we do, we're going to be drinking. Unless I'm speaking to like someone like Jake or any best mates are in England, it's going to be drinking. I think it's just the way it's going to be, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's a good way to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't complain if we sat down and we just, you know, talking the shit because it'd be just as good. But like having a nice drink, having a nice, nice beverage, having you know. a, a nice, refreshing cold beverage. You can't go wrong with that. So if it starts to get a bit incoherent, you could probably see why. So I am drinking a completely safe and um, <laughs> definitely no alcoholic content uh, ginger ale. He really That's, is as well. No, no, it's a crack. It's, oh, it's, it's a rum. It's oh, rum. It's rum. I was like, I it's, it's got ginger ale in it, but it's oh, definitely no, no, no. rum. You're fine then. <laughs> so you mentioned. You can cut that out yeah, though, right? No, no, no. This is being scabbed in. Um, you mentioned the before we even started about. Because I was showing you how I put the music and You were like, oh, you've got to have the, the, the Mario intro music. I was like, oh, yeah, of course we have. And that's one thing that Mario also has, but I don't think he does as well as Sonic, is that the music was still. 
You can hear, if I start talking about Mario, you can hear the music in your head. Ding, 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 you can hear it. And it's per game as well. If you start talking about a different Mario game, there's a soundtrack that starts playing in your head. You'll hear it. And it's, ah. But, and this is, I wrote a list of comparison, and it is, again, it's hard. It's, the soundtrack is nowhere near as good as Sonic's. Sonic 2 uh, got Sonic 2 got basically Sonic, Michael J- Michael Sonic Jackson horny. So, as someone who hasn't played Sonic 2, I have listened to a lot of Sonic 2 music just by osmosis of existing. There we go. Um it is very iconic. There we go. Um it's amazing. Mm. I I can't compare the two. I think I'd be biased and having not played Sonic 2 and I don't have memories attached to the actual the, thing. The nostalgia. Like, yeah, exactly. But like if you if you go onto like any internet video, you will find Mario music everywhere. Oh, I've used Mario music because it, it 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 is iconic, and I do like that about Mario. And I think it's a solid thing. It's got a solid fan base behind it. I can't. It's one of the big pros of this game. Trying to find good video game music, it, it's a it's a good thing. Like the next video, because we're doing another podcast after this, and the intro, oh alone, my God. the intro alone to that game. When we talk about that, is enough. So good, actually. I think of the third one in that series. I can't remember the third one, but the first one we yeah. Right, no, no, look, we're going on a tangent. <laughs> now, one thing we have to talk about when it comes to this is the the levels. Now, Mario, and I think I denied this fact for so long. Mario had so Super Mario World had so many levels, but good levels. So, and the best the best thing about oh, sorry about that. You, oi. Oi! Are you coming? We're, we're filming the podcast right now. Say hi. Right, this is how... I'm just going to pause this for a second. Hang on. So that's how we do it here. That's how we roll. So the levels in, in Mario were fantastic. Their designs were epic. They were all different in their own way. They all had their own challenges. Like You had the basic platforming ones of jump to this bit, but then you had levels where... There were basically stages being lowered. You had ones we had to grab onto a rope on a buzz wire. Oh my god, cheese bridge! Cheese bridge! Oh, I fucking love that level so much. I hated it as a kid, but I love that level now. You, you, like that was a like you had platforms basically going along a thin wire, and then you had to change the direction of that by pressing on or off. Yeah, yeah. And it's like get the wrong one, you're dead. It's like holy shit. The one the, the water levels were awesome. Yeah, you you very rarely find games where people enjoy the water levels. Um, yeah, agreed. I think I think Mario three. I don't know if that was a trend by Mario three, but they definitely tried to fix it with the frog suit in that one. Yeah. But in, in um, oh, what was the? You got the cubes. You could like pick up the cubes mm-hmm. or like a baby Yosh. And you go like a and you, you just go. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know, like basically, uh, yeah, under the water, you've got that usual boom, boom. Like if you press the jump button, you would like kind of like do a breaststroke. But if you were to grab an item, so either as I said, a cube or a Yoshi, you would just, it's like the game suddenly just forgot what you were doing and put like a rocket boost up your ass. And you could just go, zoom, 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 zoom. And it was like, oh, this made this game much more quicker. And yeah, he uh, Mario would kick his little feet like he was holding a little uh, paddleboard and he just kitted a Yeah, he just broke physics. <laughs> it's like, how has this worked? You were struggling before with using you know your arms and your legs and now you're just using your legs and you're that's, off. That's it, that's it. Bullshit. What's <laughs> a bullshit? If you see the amount of bubbles coming off the back of him, 
he's it's, off. It's it's got to be uh, it's got to be some of that lasagna, like beans and lasagna or something like that. Give oh, him that extra boost. It could be. <laughs> now the only levels I will say hated in this game is Vanilla Dome. That's I, okay. I fucking I don't I hate the music. It fills me with oh, dread. But, but but it was still the athletic thing. Yeah, it did. Oh yes, it did. But it was those fucking birds. It's just everything about that and the fact. Well, they were bats, weren't they? I thought they were birds. They look like birds. They could be bats. They, they could be birds. It, I thought they were bats because we're in the vanilla. We're on the ground. Is it green and red birds? I thought they were green. But I'm gonna have to Google this. Green, green, green bird with a with a I red mean, wing. It, it, it makes more sense that they were birds. Except for the fact they're in a cave, but there are bird caves. So. But is it the first one you can't? You have to like the, the stage is moving you, and it's like oh. oh and you've got the ground moving yes. up and down. And look, I I would agree with you, but I have a nostalgic memory attached to that place, which is that's the first level I found a secret in. I I, I didn't find any in the donut uh, donut land donut area. plane. Yeah, I didn't find any secrets there. I went all the way through my first playthrough, and I got there, and I found the secret. And then that took me to the star. And this is how I discovered that Mario has so many levels I, that are just hidden yeah. and like connected. Oh my God. And that's one thing we, we, I, is in my notes is that, yeah, Mario was so well connected. There were so many hidden points to the game. And it, it did actually, when you, know, you actually could tell uh, if the game had a yellow dot for the level, there and was the no secret. And the red dot. The red dot meant there were secret exits. They were fantastic because, yeah, you're like, oh, where's the secret exit? And there's so many different ways. It wasn't just like, oh, you find a door. It could be you find a key. You find a different um, goalpost to go through. And it was great. And yet, then you go on to the star levels, which were amazing, the star levels. And you got a Yoshi in them. And you got... They're different coloured Yoshi. Different, we'll get on to Yoshi in a minute. But big what, part of it. Big part of was was introduced was Yoshi. You're on the freaking box. But what was good about this was that yeah, the ghost houses, which were different sort of levels as well. Yoshi couldn't go into the ghost house. Yeah, you always left him at the front. You'd be yeah. jumping up and down. Or Bowser's castle, or the castles. Like yeah. You stay in there, you're not allowed. Don't let him in. I don't want to see what the problem is. I, I feel like Yoshi knows what's going on. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm not going into a haunted house. Yeah. You, There are ghosts. Yeah. Fuck you, dickhead. Walk around the house, Mario. Yeah. Mario. Well, the, the, okay, now I'll meet you on the other side then. Yes, <laughs> the exit, right? The exit. You come out the ghost house to the post. Just go yeah. around the house. Yeah, just go around the house. Go around the house, you finish level there we go i just broken the mechanics for you there's broken the illusion of this game but the one thing we say about mario was that it was as challenging as you wanted it to be the levels were i think a decent challenge they did progress and get harder however you can complete the game and forget that even like if you did all the star levels and found their secret exit you could go to the special zone and the special zone were eight levels uh and they were tough as fucking nails so do you what's your what's it. your memory of like finding the special levels i can't remember you i can't remember i can't remember when or how i found them when i found it, but i remember finishing it and it was like oh you are awesome so i and coins yeah. <laughs> i was like thank you thank you <laughs> yeah. i am awesome i remember very specifically like this is like defining moment of my childhood this is when i became like a completionist i mm. actually complete games now because of this feeling i got playing mario like i found this secret exit in the uh because I had finished the game, I mm. had found all the little star secrets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was still just fucking around with the game. I was, I was playing you, through you the could. levels. You exactly. could. Exactly. Replay the levels. You do them as fast as you can. Yeah. You try and do them as tricky as you can. But then I 
found this area and I was trying so hard to get to it. Mm. And I finally got to it. And then it took me to another star in the middle. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I was with my friend at the time. And we were like, what? And then it comes up and it's just special. And it's just a straight line. And we were like, what the fuck? Oh my God. We were freaking out so much. And then we played the first level, uh, the first level, and it had the box there. Then you hit it, and it's like congratulating you yeah, for yeah, finding yeah. it. It's it's like the developers breaking the fourth wall, being like, "This is a special level. Congratulations, you've done really well to find this." And we were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and there was no internet back then, so you couldn't yeah. just say, "Oh yeah," and that guy, I was not old enough to go get a guidebook. So I was like, no chance. I didn't even know guidebooks existed. I had, um, I don't know if you had them over in England, K zones. I don't know if they're an nah. Australian thing. That's the closest thing we had to a guidebook was K-Zone, which was like a young boys magazine. It had a bunch of stuff in there, but, you know, it had like mm. a couple of games every now and again. That's how I found out about like one secret on like a PlayStation game one time. But like, no. yeah, I had no idea this was here. I had no contact with yeah. anyone who had played this game, like apart from my friend. So to get to this special level and just be actually... Congratulated by it was amazing. Devil. Yeah, it was amazing. And then, as you said before, you are awesome. Like at the end, spelt out in coins. Joins, like, yay! Just like, oh my god, this is the end. This we yeah. actually we've we've finished this game. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting if my um, cousin Chris, if he's listening to this, and he's probably high as a kite at this point. Did he do this? Because it was his console. I, you contact me, Chris. You tell me if you actually did this. I'd actually be intrigued. But it was amazing because, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Now you know if he's listening or not because if he doesn't contact you... you yeah, he's dead you, to you, me. You just say, hang on, hang on. You never called me. Yeah, you never <laughs> called me, bastard. Now, the, the thing is, you mentioned it earlier with the frog suit. Mario has a good range of power-ups. And this one brought in its own power-up, which was the cape. And has never been seen again since... In no Mario game, the closest they had was the in Super Mario sixty four with the with the wings on the head. But we've never had the cape back oh, yeah, since. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, I have no idea how to use this cape. Now, <laughs> now as an adult, I can use that cape like it's second nature. Yeah, like, off I go. Whoop. So I never, as a kid, I never used the normal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what I you never could, used that. So what he means by that that little sound effect is when you basically so the cape was like you could get a little run up. And then you jump into the air and you start flying. But you can only go up so much and, you know, as all things go up, they come down. But when you go down, if you press the opposite direction, you kind of use the cape to get a bit of buoyancy and get a little bit of extra height. So you can kind of make yourself float across. You can't see it, but I'm doing this. You kind of make yourself <laughs> this, float. as in not the words. So you can actually cheese through some levels and just go over the whole thing not do anything it's like ha fuck you developers <laughs> well the thing I just realised as you were talking about it and I was trying to think of how to describe the motion he's doing he's basically made a wingsuit he has yeah he, he's he made a wingsuit he makes a wingsuit but um, I sucked at that so hard and didn't understand how it worked and it was so inconsistent mm. I never used that I used the spin and oh so yeah so when you, you run you do the spin you get the same amount of height but then you'd fall down really slowly. You could you levitate, could, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you held the jump button, you could levitate. But you could also use a spin attack with it. So basically, literally, like, like imagine like a ballerina pillow, pirouetting. He's like doing that while on acid. And it would literally kill everything in the nearby facility. Except for indestructible enemies, which, you know, normally like a thwomp or something. If you hit a thwomp mm. on the top, you, you'd still take damage. But if you're spinning, you, uh, I think Mario World 
Yeah, Mario World started this one, the spin jump. Mm. Um, you'd bounce off them. You and bounce you, off them. And because you have the cape, you bounce up again, and now you've got incredible height, and you just keep going. <laughs> I never did that, because I was just you know, that good. But oh, okay. It was a bit of a broken mechanic, and but I wish they bring the cape back, because you had the fireball as well. The fireball was like, eh. At that, at that point, the fireball was just in there, because... You only needed that. You only needed that for the bosses. I felt. You used the fireball on the bosses? Well, okay. Didn't that so, take forever? No, no, no. Hang on. So the, there were some bosses. So we'll go on to the bosses. Now, again, this has to compare to Sonic 2. or it. The bosses were a bit shit. Hmm. They were 100%. shit. They were... So the, That's had, why they were at the end of the um, the really cool levels. Yes. Yes. You're like, you, you had your dramatic, your, your awesome boss battle but really the, the castle levels were what you were there for yeah it's, you, just, it's like your cake with a whipped cream of shit um because no the, I, I'd, would... say, I'd say it's more along the lines of you've cut the cake but you've forgotten to take out like you know sometimes you get those cakes with a little cardboard underneath oh you, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah you've got your lovely cake and you bite into it and all the cake is delicious but you've got a bit of cardboard in there and yeah look, Cardboard's edible, so I'll just finish the cardboard. <laughs> you got because you got, to and then it. I'll destroy their building. You, you got to yeah, destroy the buildings. Because <laughs> the thing is, you have to face the seven Cooper kids, and it was either you just jump on them three times, but there was the ones where it was like on a pit of lava, and it was on a, a platform that was going up and down. But I'd use the fire to shoot them off. And go, bing, 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 bing. But it, they were just shit. They were boring. They were oh, yeah, really no, boring. And they they repeated them as well because yeah. you had like uh, I think it was like Morton was the first one. And then oh if God, you I don't can know, remember all the names of the Cooper remember. kids. I know Iggy, Jesus, uh, Wendy, Wendy. Uh, they, yeah, I don't remember. Much Fuck, is oh, well, I'm not googling it because I know. No, Wendy. we're not googling this. We're, no. not go- we're not googling that. We're not going to this far extent. But they were the <laughs> Bowser. Yeah, the Bowser boring. fight was good because that was that was hard as a kid. Uh, so Bowser, as a kid, as a kid, I, um. Look, I, okay, still have we, tr- I still have trouble with him. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> so the Bowser bot thing, he'd come in and he's like a circular ship. So we had kind of like a similar craft to Dr. Robotnik. And he'd come in and he'd throw these like two mechanical... The Mecha Coopers. Mecha Coopers. And you had to jump on them. And then that would kind of put them in like a temper... Like basically a d- damaged state. You'd pick them up. And then you had to kick them in the air and time it. So they'd land on his head. That was hard. Whilst dodging everything else, yeah. that was hard as a kid. Yeah, so you keep saying hard as a kid, and it just makes me feel bad. Because <laughs> you, had, you had to dodge the fire. I kept hitting the... Bl- you hit the bottom of the Cooper car, or whatever it's called, the Cooper flyer. Yeah, that, uh, you that's kept, dead. I just kept hitting it constantly, <laughs> and I still do. And, oh my god. I just... Do you want me to get the mini Super Nintendo out, and we'll just, I'll just embarrass you? Uh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. I can... <laughs> Look, I've been embarrassed enough today. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but I think that's, that's, I know Mario is built on that. But yeah, I think he did have weak bosses. It really did have weak bosses. But one thing we mentioned earlier as well was the introduction of Yoshi or Yoshi, no matter where it depends on you're from. Do you say Yoshi in English? I think I said Yoshi when I was growing up. But I think as I've grown up, it's Yoshi. That's how I now will pronounce it as Yoshi. I, the, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a Japanese pronunciation of it. Russell! I, I don't, I don't believe that's Japanese. I, I believe I that's Yoshi. That was me. I don't know why. I've realised as a grown up, I can go really high. I don't know why. You done a, that was a really good. Awesome. It's, it's a weird design. Doesn't, I... It doesn't help at all. No, what, <laughs> what anyone can't see here, and I mentioned this earlier, the other Le- the other Jones brother has turned up. He's behind, pissing himself, laughing. <laughs> he's he's, he's so tr- hard to keep quiet. He's, <laughs> he's trying so hard to not laugh, and the the Yoshi noise almost sets him over the edge. And he's here for the next 
next podcast. So yeah, we'll uh, I'll try and get him going for that one. Now I think what else have we got to cover on this? Wait, we were talking about Yoshi. Oh, we were. Yeah, we were completely missed. So Yoshi's they were they were basically. What's your favorite color? Blue. Oh, yeah, so well, of course it was blue. Blue. So <laughs> Yoshi's came in four colors. Four, four colors. So it was green, which gave you no extra abilities. Red, which if you ate anything. So Yoshi should go back a step. Yeah, Yoshi's. If you Yoshi. don't know Yoshi is, you're a fucking idiot. I, I'm sorry, Yoshi's been around for this long. He's a big, he's like a dinosaur, and basically he's like a dinosaur horse, which makes no sense, but he was. And with he, a frog tongue. With a frog tongue, who could eat anything, and he spits out things out of his arse or out of his mouth, whatever he wants to do. He spits it out of his mouth, he lays an egg. He lays an egg, which again, makes no fucking sense how that works. Well, no, in this in this one, um, it was poop, right? Because It was poop. Because the only way that I know you could lo- uh, get an egg was you had to eat all the apples. And then, yes, de- and, so, it, it, and depending on your Yoshi, the egg would be a different power up. Yeah, or it could be a level up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending oh. on the, like you had the, the special. Imagine the fruits. idea. Of this okay, he's now eaten enough apples to poo out an extra life, which you're going to take. That's come out of his ass. Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure a bunch of Japanese developers were high when they made this game. This game does mm. not make sense. No, it's wow. Like, let's no. let's make it like dinosaurs. <laughs> There's a rhinos on a on a cartwheel. Actually, that boss was hard. Triceratops on a cartwheel. They're triceratops. Oh yeah, the triceratops. But yeah. Apologies. So you're right. Like that that boss was actually kind of cool. I had difficulty with that boss. I had you, to... You're on a limited time. See, we're going off topic here. <laughs> so Yoshi. y- Yoshi's. So the Yoshi's you had four. You had a green one which did nothing when you ate stuff. You had a red one when you ate anything and spat it out. It became three fireballs. The yellow one became a sand stomp. So if you grabbed a, a shell in your mouth, um, mm. I'm pretty sure it was only shells that did this. You grab a shell in your mouth, and when he jumped, he would make a stomp, which nearby enemies would just die from. Right, okay. He was by far the worst. <laughs> by far the worst. I never used it. But then there was the one everyone loved, was the blue one. Because if you ate a shell, you would gain wings and basically break the game. Yeah. It was and like, just, bye! Yeah, that's it. And as someone who uh, clearly perfected the um, cape technique, mm. you like skipping levels. I like skipping. If I can make, if I can get a shortcut, I'm fucking taking that shortcut. Now <laughs> uh, the thing is with with Yoshi, unlike Mario, so if you got hit as Mario, you would either die or if you gained a power up, you would lose that power up. If you get you got hit while you were on Yoshi, he would run off, and basically if you just jump back on him again, you were fine. You were golden. It was like the Sonic Hedgehog ring theory. You get a yeah, ring, yeah, you, you get him back, yeah. Yeah. Now, there's those times when the fucker little runs off and he runs off a fucking cliff. You're like, you dickhead! It, he wanted death. He, he was wa- embracing he, it. It's like, you twat! You li- and it was those times when you went and got a blue Yoshi from... Because you could only get the blue Yoshi from the star levels. And you go get a blue Yoshi to go help you out on another level, which t- was a fucking ball ache to do. And then he dies straight away. You fucking cock ring. <laughs> um, so, I, I just remembered something. The different coloured shells actually gave Green Yoshi all those power-ups. They did, that's true. I should say that, yeah. I only remember there being one yellow shell in the entire game that I know of, and I looked for it. There's one yellow shell, and I'm pretty sure it's in the yellow Yoshi level. (laughs) It might be the only place. And it's it's just a yellow shell sitting Mm. there, and then a... Koopa get a Koopa Trooper gets inside the shell and it just goes multicolored and starts spinning around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I'm that's, pretty sure that's, that's the only one. That's the only the one, one I could find, and it's in the Yellow Yoshi level. So that's they a good they fact. made this they made this specific color Yoshi and this specific color shell just for this one level because they clearly did not think about it. Ooh, <laughs> fucking why not? Just one one hit wonder. Put it in. Who gives a shit? We'll just go with it. 
Now, did so you, you did you use him? Did you sacrifice him to the eternal pit to get a little bit of height? Yeah. Jump? Oh yeah, you could jump. Yeah, you have <laughs> to. Yeah, if you need a little bit of height, or you're gonna die. Sorry, uh, you, you could jump if you jumped off. You jumped. Yeah, if you jumped no, off no, Yoshi. No, no. If you if you use the uh, the Z like spin while you're on Yoshi, you launch yourself. You up. launch up. Yeah. So it's like bye, fucker. Yeah. So like, there's a bit of glee in that. Well, the thing is, you'd be like, thank God, I found a Yoshi. I'm so excited. Oh, Yoshi, I love you. Oh, look at you giving me all these abilities and power-ups. Oh, you're so good. Oh, no, I'm about to fall in this pit. Well, Yoshi, you, gotta, you, you had you a good die. <laughs> I, think, I think my love of Yoshi, I did, I did like him back then, but I lost a lot of love for Yoshi after Super Mario 64 because you get all the stars. And this is a day from the fucking... I, I, I'm not, I've not got that angry. I've been quite calm today. But I'll be ranting about the end of Super Mario 64 because that can go fuck itself up the Wait, arse. Wait, you didn't, you didn't like the Yoshi at the end? Oh, you, you, no, we're not doing, we're not doing this now. Fucking, he comes, hi Mario, I want to ride you. No, get 100, 100 things and fucks off. 100, le- um, what's it? Gives you 100 lives and fucks off. What you fucking dickhead? I at fucking, the end of the game, no fucking, you don't need I've spent so long trying to get fucking 120 stars. I get to the fucking roof thinking it's the best day of my life. I see Yoshi and think, oh, this is going to be a great day. And the fucker just says hello and jumps off. What are you fucking doing? Were you what re- were you doing the whole adventure? Were you expecting to ride on Yoshi? I was hoping to ride on Yoshi. <laughs> and then, but what's he even doing the whole adventure? So that's up there. And didn't it take to Galaxy 2 to get Yoshi yes! in the 3D game? Yeah. Fuck you, Nintendo. Fuck I, you. I guarantee. They're listening to this. Fuck you. I guarantee. Uh, I'm giving Nintendo an out here. Uh, I guarantee it was the fact that they were like, "How do we make this? How do we get Mario on a Yoshi? Like in? Don't. Like, no. 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 I, no. I 100%. Don't. Just don't put him in. Just don't put him in. Don't excite me. I got a little no, bit I, hard. I got a little bit hard. I was a little bit horny for that, and then all of a sudden it went straight to a flop. Like, boom. No, I was happy to see Yoshi. Personally, well, fucking weird. I, I can understand your anger about it, but it was a nice Easter egg. Like I wasn't going to keep playing the game after that. So, right, back to right because I'm going to I'm going to kill someone in a minute. Like, <laughs> I'd say I kill Liam, but he, he's a he's like he'll he'll definitely kill you. He's training <laughs> he's training to be a boxer. So <laughs> I think the only thing you can say about this game, and I, and I have to take it if I take my nostalgia glasses off and I take my absolute you know bias to Sonic, is that this is a an amazing game. The the faults are so minor. And but for me, this game stands up. It's still one of the best platforming games. And honestly, if you had to rate this out of 10, what would you give it? See, it's hard to take nostalgia goggles off because I'd probably give it a 10. I would. This is what you would base... This is what games are based off. I, I still... And this is what, like... I still think it's, it's a 10. It's, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's a... Well, I mean, it's a console-defining game. Yes. It came with, with the it, console. Which is insane. And, like, you're just like... Yeah, no, we're just putting out our front uh, best foot forward and we're just going to give you the best game of all time. Yeah. Like... It is. It's. It's. I put it in the, my top twenty games of all time. It never will come out of that. It's unless you know. It's. It's. It would be very hard. Be very hard to come out of it. Yeah. Ten out of ten game. I, and because I think I gave Sonic eight. I think Sonic two eight. But this is really. Yeah. I think once I took nostalgia off, nostalgia would have given it like two hundred and sixty. Yeah, no, that's but then, fair. I've de- I've definitely heard people give it tens so, though. Like. I think nostalgia because it, it handles like ass, whereas Mario as a platformer handles superbly. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, so saying ten out of ten, this is an amazing game, uh, console defining, mm. generation defining game. Do you have any gripes with it? Do you have any like obvious things that you'd be like, ah, oh, this I hate. No, there was, apart from the vanilla dome, fuck the vanilla dome. That can go fuck itself up the ass. But apart from that, there was nothing else. 
that's just a ch- choice of level. And I'm sure other people are going to come and go, oh, I fucking love the Vanilla Dome. Fuck you. If you like the Vanilla Dome, come at me. I don't give a shit. But apart from that, now nah, there was no gripes to this game. It was Everything was done well. The music was done well. The design looked well. I said, I could play this now while having a poo and it'd still be awesome. So I said uh, the Triceratops, not the mm. Rhinos, um, had, were like great bosses. Um, I think that's a terrible part of the game. I hate that. Yeah, boss. the bosses. The bosses I are bad. The bosses boss. are bad. But I can, and as no, you but said, the, those I'm, ones specifically, I think, are such a poorly designed boss. Just get good. And it looks so good. boring. And like, oh look, now the floor. Like they had to make it difficult by getting rid of the floor. Yeah. It, if you just run in, go bing bing. Yeah, bing, it's done. It's done. Right. Yeah, yeah. They are such a poorly designed boss, and like. They're a fun boss, and out of all the bosses, they're probably one of the best, uh, not including Bowser. Mm. But it's still so badly designed. It is, but I'm not going to take a point off it. I stand I by ten. I won't take the point off. I won't that. take the point off that. I stand ten. I yeah, ten out of ten. Ten. The higher, the higher echelon of ten out of tens. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to rank these, the ten out of tens, out of ten, it would be a ten. <laughs> Stop sucking! All right, you, I know you like this game. Stop sucking its dick. It's done. <laughs> right? Is there anything else you've not mentioned? No, I'm. I'm. Good You're good. Finish there. Yeah. Thank oh well. Thank you very much. And thank um, you so much for talking about this game with me. I hope we've been you've covered it a lot. And yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, no worries. Till next time. Till next time. And that was Super Mario World. I want to say thank you very much for Jared and Liam for his sound appearance. I've been um, Danny. I really hope you've enjoyed this. This has been episode two. I hope everyone has a nice week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.